Penn State Conversations is a podcast hosted by the Alumni Society Board's Young Alumni Council of the Donald P. Belisario College of Communications. This monthly podcast will discuss key aspects of life in the professional world for young and upcoming communications alumni. Please enjoy this month's Penn State Conversation. Hey there, everybody. This is Kevin Flintosh with the Belisario College of Communications at Penn State. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Penn State Conversations, a podcast hosted by the Young Alumni Council of the Belisario College of Communications Alumni Society Board. Uh, Joining me today is a a friend that many of us probably know who've come through the college, uh, Mike Porman. Mike, how are you doing? I'm great, Kevin. Thanks for having me as a guest today. Absolutely. Mike, can you just give us a little overview of your job and your responsibilities within the college and, and ways that you connect with uh, with both current students and upcoming alums? Sure. Uh, I'm Director of Alumni Relations for the Belisario College of Communications. The college has about 27,000 living alumni of folks who not only attended the Belisario College when we were college, but also as a school of journalism when we were in the College of Liberal Arts and any of its forebearers, and then a school of communications and finally College of Communications. Uh, um, I uh, help facilitate three different alumni boards plus the Young Alumni Council. We have programs, event mentoring programs. We administer awards programs through the Alumni Society Board and university-wide. We have events on campus and off of campus, networking, programming, um, mentoring events. Uh, So we do a number of uh, probably 20 to 25 events a year on campus and 10 to 12 events um, off campus. Just this year in the first six months, we'll be in New York City, Philadelphia, and Los Angeles um, doing programming and meeting with alums there. Our goal is to connect um, our alumni with the college and especially with our students in the college through a number of programs. And you yourself are a graduate of the, uh, was it the College of Communications when you finished, Mike, or was it still the, the School of Journalism? I graduated in 1982 um, in the College of the Liberal Arts with a uh, dual degree in journalism and political science. So um, my host college originally was liberal arts, but my real college and my heart belongs to the Belisario. <laughs> it's excellent to hear. Uh, before you came back to the university, Mike, can you tell us a little bit about you know where your career took you before you got back into Penn State? Sure. I worked in newspapers and magazines up and down the um, East Coast. I also worked um, for the Travelers Company, heading their consumer products, um, communications arms, books, newsletters, magazines. So um, have that. And then uh, worked in State College as a senior vice president for the Barris Group, which is an advertising agency and publisher. Started teaching part-time at the college um, in 2000, in the year 2000, and uh, typically teach a class a semester within the college on news writing, um, sports writing, um, sports communication, sports industry, branding, those type of classes. And Mike, in your travels, as we're talking a little bit about connecting with other alums and things like that, you mentioned going up and down the East Coast, uh, all the way to working right there in State College. Uh, how did you find then in, in your travels, especially getting started out earlier in your career, you were able to connect with other alums, um, ways that they maybe helped you, ways that you perhaps even helped them as you were getting started out in your career? Well, Penn State's a great 
big club of over 600,000 living alumni. And, and there's a strong affinity for the university overall, and then obviously within the college. But it, uh, many times, and I know with you, several of your jobs, I'll ask you, several of your jobs um, were through those Penn State connections. Penn State, uh, one of my favorite phrases, your Penn State background and contacts and networking um, will take you to the door. They'll, they'll introduce you, and then it's up to your own skill level and your abilities and your experience for them to let you in. But Penn, Penn State's a great person to um, have that first knock on the door and gain entry. That's a great point. As you mentioned, uh, you know, I, I haven't moved around a ton in my career, but I, I've had you know, three different jobs since I finished school. I graduated in 2006 with a degree in journalism from what was at the time the, the regular College of Communications. Um, in each of those jobs, really, as you mentioned, the, the knock on the door for me was made by a, a Penn State connection. Uh, generally, uh, friends and, and peers, people I'd worked with in various student organizations and, uh, and alumni groups where I was able to ask them to help make a connection or to tell me a little bit more about the job that they had. Or even in one case, somebody just out of the blue reached out to me and said, we're looking for somebody who has your your background and, and uh, the skills that you possess, it might be good to bring you in. Uh, and again, as you said, Mike, it's really important to be able to strengthen yourself uh, in terms of your ability to interview, your your background. You know, if you're uh, doing something more in, in the advertising world, a, a strong portfolio. If you're doing something more in the journalism world, you know, some some good clips and some good headlines and things like that that you've been able to get uh, get your name out there a little bit. But really, that network and that uh, that that Penn State fraternity sorority uh, connections that we have here uh, really go a long way in terms of opening the door for you. And, and as you mentioned, really opening the door is, is the first step. After that, it's, it's on you uh, to keep moving. Uh, in, in your experience, Mike, both as, a, uh, as a, a, an alumni, I'm sorry, an alumnus for yourself, as well as working within the college, you know, what would you recommend in terms of the best ways for folks to connect with other alums in terms of either the city that they're in or an industry that they're currently in or perhaps one that they're looking to move into? Uh, what tools are out there that, that both young alumni and, uh, and current students will be, be entering the, the working world shortly uh, should be aware of and, and have on their radar? Well, for the great question, for the folks who are listening right now, if they're not a member of the college's two main LinkedIn groups, Belisario College Communications Alumni and Belisario College Communications ADPR Alumni Network, we have over 8,000 uh, alumni and some students in those groups. Uh, LinkedIn is a is a great tool to connect, but membership in those two groups really uh, is a gateway to alumni throughout the throughout the country who have a special affinity um, for the college. And then um, through that, you'll be aware of events that we're having up and down the East Coast and on campus. And then on a stronger, deeper way, we have a number of boards. We have a a Curley Center board, we have an Ad PR board, we have an Alumni Society board. Those have about 80 strong people and all who run programming events, uh, do awards, um, do mentoring programs. So there's a through directly through the university, through those programs, but then also through our LinkedIn group. You mentioned LinkedIn a couple times in there, Mike. Uh, over the last several years, obviously, social media you know, started out mostly with the Facebooks and the Twitters of the world. We're seeing LinkedIn. Uh, you're seeing other tools like that that maybe are slanting a little bit uh, less social and a little bit more professional, business-driven, things like that. Uh, how have you seen the way things like social media and things like that are being utilized to, 
better connect people uh, compared to maybe 10, 15 years ago? Great question. And I'd be hesitant, I would be, if I uh, should not hesitate to mention that we're very active as a college on Facebook and on Twitter. So those are ways to engage on a daily basis with the college in addition to the LinkedIn, more of the professional news sites. So it's certainly changed that we're, we have those daily dialogues um, through the social media platforms to talk with folks. Uh, years ago, uh, a, a, if we were lucky, folks subscribed to the Penn State Newswire um, and got press releases and information that way. And they still can sub subscribe through the overall university and the college also sends out a monthly newsletter. Um, but social media lets you do that on a, on a daily basis. We also have a twice a year alumni magazine, the communicator that goes to all Belisario College alumni and also the parents of all the uh, current students in the college. So that has a, uh, about a, a uh, 30,000 uh, 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 subscriber list, and that's a free magazine. Um, print and, and press releases were the primary avenues of, of letting folks know what's going on with the college now. Certainly, um, social media has overtaken that, and which is, makes it certainly much more personal and more immediate, uh, more immediate and Trey Miller handles all of our social media. So it's you know really job one for him on a daily basis um, to interact with our alumni and students. It's, it's a kind of co-mingled there. Do you foresee any new vehicles coming up in the future, uh, either in you know the research that you've done in, in your job as a, a professor or, or working with, uh, with other alums that people should be aware of, maybe start putting on their radar, or start preparing to utilize to help them as they try to network and, and advance in their careers? No, we, high tech and also high touch. We've done things like um, meetup of young alumni um, that that you help facilitate, Kevin, um, in in New York, in New York City. Uh, that's very high touch, very personal, and so those things will never go away. Actually, they're even more important in the digital world. But then also things like web meetups and webinars and 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 online chats, those are, those are areas some of our alumni uh, committees are looking at ex uh, um, getting into as well. Um, in terms of success rate, right? So we've talked about uh, the different tools and resources and things like that that are available. I mean, do you have any solid success stories that you can share from either colleagues of yours or, or perhaps you yourself just to kind of call out and bring some you know, true to life experience here. So there's lots of tools available. There's lots of, uh, lots of resources that are out there, but I think a lot of times people are interested of how does this work for me and, and how can I make this a little bit more real? Do you have any good stories there that you're able to share with us? Yeah, every Friday, and again, it's a LinkedIn story. Every Friday we, we send out, we get job listings and postings from alumni who are looking to hire other Penn Staters. So that's a terrific thing that we're able to post an email directly to about 8,000 members of our groups and uh, we had a listing a couple years ago from an alum in Las Vegas. Um, uh, she subsequently hired one of our recent alumni out in Las Vegas. They had an opening about two months ago and lo and behold the person who got the job through the LinkedIn listing then sent in a new listing and said hey this is how I got my job in Las Vegas with a marketing company. We're looking to hire someone just like me. So we're getting those those second generations and that happens not just LinkedIn but through real life where people are hired um, 
through a Penn State connection, and they they want to pass that along. That happens um, a tremendous amount, and not only from a hiring standpoint, but a, a big thing that we're able to provide and facilitate and help is make those connections. It's not just job searching, it's networking. It's really a lifelong gaining and, and growing your network. And so whether it's through our social media or directly involvement in our offices or the programming or mentoring, or if we have a our advertising PR um, alumni group has um, annual event in New York City uh, reception and and networking that typically gets over a hundred people on a Tuesday night um, in the middle of winter in New York City. You know, it's those connections that may not get you a job today, but it will make that connection for the future. And, and it's establishing those bonds and those links. And it's really. Um, what I always tell, especially our students, is that that Penn State diploma has a shelf life for fifty or sixty years. It gets you it gets you diplomas with skills you learn, but then the diploma really becomes your entree into um, a network that continues to grow. That really does hire and and support and provide advice um, for the next fifty to sixty years. That's really where the the value, in many ways, of your Penn State degree comes in. It's it's interesting, Mike, that you mentioned network a few different times in there, because I think sometimes networking gets a little bit of a uh, of a bad rap. You know, for me personally, I've been to a number of professional events, both uh, within my own employer and uh, and outside, where people tend to look at networking as let me walk into this room. Let me connect as many business, I'm sorry, collect as many business cards as I can. Let me hand out as many resumes as I can and, and, and are looking at it almost more as a, uh, of a quantity over quality type of an approach. Do you have any tips that you provide either in, you know, your interactions with current students, your role as the director of alumni relations, things like that, that you've seen in terms of, uh, I'll just call it some, some, perhaps some do's and don'ts about working a room and networking and, and how you would, how you would approach that type of an opportunity? That's a great question, Kevin. And, and networking in many ways does have, um, uh, some negative connotations. I think I, I try to, especially with our younger alumni or students, is to say you're not looking for a job. You're looking for wisdom. You're looking for advice. You're looking for direction. People, um, will, uh, especially if you reach out to someone, a Penn Stater, and say you're looking for, uh, I want to learn from you. How did you get your job? How did you get to where you're at? What advice do you have to someone who's just starting out to, to get where you're at or where you've been? Um, people love to share that knowledge. Um, they're not so happy when someone reaches out to them that they've never heard of or heard from before that says, I'm looking for a job. Um, so really, it's what you're looking, to, what you're really uh, leading with, what you want, what you're asking for. As you're asking for, uh, you're asking for wisdom, you're asking for knowledge, you're you're looking for those type of things. But then it's also, what can you provide? It's not just a, a one-way relationship. What can you provide as far as value added? You know, who are your connections? What What um, is your experience? And oftentimes what students can provide alumni um, is, is just a, a vision and a, a look back at what's happening at their alma mater, what's on campus for that that connects. So really, it's a it's a sharing relationship much more than a, a taking. And I think whether you're at the highest levels or whether you're uh, someone who's job searching, if you look at it more of a collaborative process rather than a 90 percent 
take and 10% give. Uh, that type of networking that, that works both ways is always always the, the best one in my mind. No, I, I would agree with that strongly, Mike. I know in, in my position, uh, I do a, a decent amount of interviewing. Uh, the, the final hire decision isn't necessarily mine, though I definitely have a, a voice in that room. It's, it's not up to me individually. But the, the, whether it's an interview, whether it's a recruiting event for a job, it's really the connection that you know, I'm able to build with a potential new hire or a potential intern, whatever the situation is. Uh, that, that goes a long way in influencing whether or not I'm going to recommend that that person move forward in the process. Um, as you mentioned, the uh, Alumni Society Board at the college does host uh, some student mentoring and uh, events uh, each semester. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, there's a few folks that I've actually met there uh, who continue to reach out to me and we continue to stay in touch. And it's one of those things where based on the fact that it was a relationship and it was, let's sit down and make a con have a conversation. And it wasn't focused on hire me. It was focused on, can you tell me more about what it is that you do? I want to understand your job. What is your day to day, uh, business responsibilities look like, you know, things along those lines go a lot further than, Hey, here's my resume. Can you hand that to somebody else? So I think it's a very important point that, you know, networking, uh, I think can be viewed as a bit of a, a transactional experience, but as you mentioned, it's really much more about building the relationship, uh, oftentimes in, in a bit of a quick, uh, quick turnaround, as opposed to something that you're building over, weeks and months and years, uh, you may only have a few minutes to, to make that connection with somebody. Yeah, I think it's a matter of whether, and a lot of times this happens with students connecting with alumni, but even uh, younger alumni connecting with older alumni, um, kind of to me, the subject line of the, the one is really a death knell, the subject line, it says checking in. What it means is I have nothing of value to really give you, but I want to make sure that my name stays in front of you um, I, you know, that's, that's, again, that becomes not a value relationship for the, for the uh, older alum or the person who um, has more experience and more contacts. It may be um, update. Um, here's a, a piece that I did for my ad pan campaigns class. What do you think of it? Or um, here's a link to a story that was in the Collegian today about the Collegian owner going two times on campus. Or let's say um, someone is uh, works at an agency in New York City, and you may be able to send them uh, a link to a new marketing campaign that's happening on campus, something that's of value to them and say, hey, just wanted to keep you posted. So again, it's a value added relationship, both sides of it. That's what really what networking is. Penn State, again, opens the door. It facilitates that. But then also it provides a reason to follow up and, and maintain that connection. Connection. Here's what's happening at, at Penn State. Here's what's going on. Here's what we're seeing here. Thought you would be interested in this. So really it's it, it becomes much more of a symbiotic relationship. It always should be um, what can I what can I add to the equation? Penn State's the connector, but then you have to drill down and, and provide something deeper on both both sides of the equation. 
Would you recommend, Mike, that, that either current students or, or recent alums who are trying to connect with people and have maybe met at a networking event or, or uh, an alumni society event or something along those lines, do you recommend that students or, or young alums reach out and just say, hey, I uh, hope you're doing well. Wanted to let you know that I got my first byline published in the Harrisburg Patriot News this weekend. Wanted you to see it. You know, would love any feedback that you have for me. Or, uh, you know, hey, uh, just got this 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 campaign of, of, uh, of some press releases pulled together. What do you think? You know, do you look at it more as uh, also collecting some some I'll call it professional feedback on your work as a way to continue to stay stay connected? Yes, uh, with a couple things. I, I just spoke with a, an alum who, who's in law school out in California, and he had met one of our guest speakers, an alum um, back here, and he had. Uh, sent out to to that alum an update on what was going on in his life, and he shared the email, and it was several paragraphs. And and, and while I'm sure the alum was interested and has been that person's life, they they really don't have the time or the inclination to read several paragraphs. Um, so as we reviewed the the email that did not get a response from that alum, um, the older alum to the longer alum, um, I said two things: um, keep it brief. Here's, here's one or two paragraphs uh, of, of whether it's an update or what, what value added you're providing, and then be specific. So if you have a byline, you can say, hey, hey, I got a story published on Penn Live um, uh, last week. It was my first one. I thought you want to see it. Um, and then what's sp the specific request? Rather than say, what do you think of it? Say, hey, I thought I did a great job with the lead, but I had problems with the second half of the story. Or can you look at it and tell me two or three things that I could improve on? Or what is the best way to present this to uh, potential employers? Um, should I send them a note? Should I send them a link? Um, be very specific as far as what you're looking for. Folks' time is limited, so they, you know, while they're invested in that mentoring or networking, their time is their time is uh, tough too. So keep it brief, be specific, still be friendly, but give give some something value added as well. Are there any other pitfalls beyond the the people who ramble on too long, or you send a three paragraph email that? can be broken down into maybe three sentences uh, or the what do you think lack of specificity in the question? Any other pitfalls that you recommend people be aware of and try to avoid? Great question. As much as I can, whether it's a student, a young alum or an older alum, my goal is to get people, our alum, get Penn Staters meeting face to face. Ultimately, that's what you want to have happen to establish that tie, whether it's job uh, job searching, networking, information seeking, mentoring, that face-to-face, -face, the, the goal, and that's to keep it brief, be specific, and say, um, I'm going to be in New York the week of whatever. Um, do you have time for th uh, 30 minutes for me to stop by your office or a cup of coffee? Um, phone advice, email advice is okay, but it does not establish that relationship. So the best way to work your and create an alumni network is those personal bonds. As much as you can, you want to migrate as soon as you can to that face-to-face -face relationship. And whether you're whether you're in, in State College and you're looking to, for a job in New York City, get a couple alum, devote two or three days, and you're going to go there and meet that face-to-face. -face. Or if your two folks are in the same city looking to network, that face-to-face -face is much more important than as, and that's where your question comes in earlier, um, 
social media, digital are okay for quick connections, but ultimately the end goal, if you're networking, if you're trying to develop that Penn State network to get someone invested in you as a person is to meet face to face. I tell students, you're looking, you're not looking for a job, you're looking for a career, you're looking for people to meet to face, face to face, you're, 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 the advice that you may get on a phone call or an email, that's a one-off. They're not gonna be invested in you, that's a one-time. What you're trying to do is add people, um, relationships and add people to your Penn State team for much longer than, than just an email. So if I'm, if I'm taking anything away from that, Mike, it's that I owe you a cup of coffee next time in, I'm in town. <laughs> well, that's if, <laughs> that's if you want some real, real uh, uh, relationship building advice. <laughs> Mike, I, I greatly appreciate your time. Uh, I think we got some some really good information out there here uh, out here today. Hopefully, again, targeting some some young alums, some uh, some upcoming grads. There's some information that they can take away in terms of where to go, what to look for, ways to try to build that relationship. Again, it's it's not a transaction. You want to build a, a long term relationship with somebody because they may not have a job for you today, but who knows what they have waiting for them six months from now or a year from now or two years from now. And if you've been able to build that relationship and establish yourself as someone that they want to talk to and potentially want to work with and, and, uh, and someone who really has something to offer and bring to the table, you know, that long-term game is, is really what you need to think of. And I don't say game to think that we're trying to, uh, to, to, to take advantage of people or anything along those lines, please don't take it that way. But uh, it, it's definitely a longer term approach. If you're trying to just get to it, a uh, that that tactical, I'm going to make one phone call and I'm going to hang up and have a job offer. Uh, it takes a little bit more time and effort to do it the right way. So uh, the insight you provided is definitely valuable. Um, I know I learned a few things that I'll be taken away and I hope others, others are able to do the same. Terrific. Uh, final line is Penn Staters really do want to help other Penn Staters. Always remember that. Yeah, as, as, as you said, I, I mentioned this earlier, uh, three jobs, all of them have come through Penn State Connections. So, uh, and I've hired a few as well, or at least helped hire a few as well myself. So we always are looking to help each other out because uh, who wouldn't want to bring on another, another Nittany Lion into their, uh, into their workspace? So uh, it's always what we're looking to do, help each other out. If you're looking to learn more about the uh, Belisario College of Communications Alumni Society Board, or, or perhaps become a part of the Young Alumni Council somewhere down the line, please check out the website at belisario.psu.edu slash alumni. Uh, and there'll be information in there about how you can uh, nominate yourself or, or nominate a peer to potentially join the Alumni Society Board or the Young Alumni Council somewhere down the line. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed this, uh, this Penn State conversation, uh, and we'll talk to you again soon. Penn State Conversations are presented by the Young Alumni Council of the Donald P. Belisario College of Communications Alumni Society Board. The Alumni Society Board aims to help elevate the stature of the college through dialogue with faculty, students, the dean, and associate deans. And the Young Alumni Council aims to foster a strong connection between young alumni and the college to inspire lifelong support and involvement. For more information or to learn how you can get involved, please visit belisario.psu.edu slash alumni.